Thank you for joining us for episode three of YGL's podcast. Today, Grace and I will be interviewing our chief operating officer, Sydney. She has given us her time to talk about her role within YGL, as well as give us some information on chapters. And if anyone's interested in becoming a chapter, um, she is your gal. So, um, Sydney, the floor is yours. Tell us about yourself. Well, hi, Grace and Victoria, and thank you so much for having me um, on your podcast today. I'm really excited to tell people a little bit more about our chapters. So my name is Sydney Keenan, and in my day job, I work at the Federal Reserve Board of Governors as a research assistant. Uh, before that, though, I grew up in Colorado, colorful Colorado, as we like to call it. And then I moved to Indiana, uh, where I attended Purdue University, and I got my bachelor's in applied math and economics. And then I loved it so much in Indiana that I decided to stay a fifth year and get my master's in economics. Um, as much as I loved Indiana and it being super flat and cold, I decided to move to DC <laughs> where it's a little bit more beautiful and there are more opportunities to uh, give back to my community. And that's when I started working for the Federal Reserve. And I've been here for about a year and a half now. Um, and I'm loving my job in every minute of it. Colorado. Awesome. I knew <laughs> that you and I had a connection some way. <laughs> Oh, uh, the you should see the aspens right now. They are so bright gold. Oh, and then there was cool. some snow this past weekend. So like just just envision wow. all of our listeners just envision this. These grand mountains and snow capped with just the most glorious white snow. It just giving you that that nice little frost that you love in the fall and seeing these bright, beautiful yellow aspen leaves. Oh, my heart, my heart. <laughs> They're absolutely gorgeous, especially compared to D.C. right now when it's still <laughs> kind of like humid. And then it's then the next day it's cold and raining. And, and there are no mountains whatsoever. No mountains. No mountains. <laughs> but you guys do have the cherry blossoms, which are True. amazing. Oh, that was one of my favorite things this past spring was getting to see the cherry blossoms because I'd never seen them before. And that was very I'm exciting. excited to see them this year for the first time. It'll be my first year in DC. So I look forward to that. It's pretty wonderful. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, um, Sydney, for kind of giving us some of your background. Um, we'd love to just hear a little bit more about your work with the chapters and maybe you can explain a little bit about the chapters and where they're located for all of our listeners? Of course. So we currently have five chapters. We have a chapter in Atlanta, another one in Baltimore, one in Los Angeles, a fourth chapter in Alamo slash San Antonio, and then our final chapter is in Dallas, Texas. So each of our chapters um, is independent and they work on their own, but they always do so in coordination with, with the national leadership team. So we help give them guidance on different events. Um, we give them monetary support, but they're in charge of deciding what events they want to host, what causes they want to work towards, um, and managing their own social media and membership. 
So I worked as the point of contact in between our chapters and the national leadership team. So I'm there to help them when they need funding or when they need ideas on how to connect with members or when they need ideas on how to find sponsorship for an upcoming event. Um, I love doing it because each chapter is unique. Um, they all have different cultures, you could say. Um, and although all of them are geared towards public service and giving back and helping young government leaders grow, they're all special in their own unique way. Uh, so some of our chapters this past year have done some really incredible things. So for example, our Los Angeles chapter, they just hosted a wellness run um, in the city. So a group of uh, members and volunteers went on a jog and then they did some yoga and they partnered with one of our sponsors, Kaiser, and had uh, wellness checks for everyone at the um, event. Uh, some of our other chapters, like our Atlanta chapter, have been involved with highway cleanups and volunteering at farms to help harvest food, to donate to food banks and homeless shelters. And then our chapter that's most close to DC, Baltimore, um, has also been involved with some other community service events and they welcome anyone to come and join them. So the Alamo chapter had also um, had a pretty big event that you helped facilitate, correct? You are correct. So this past uh, spring, our Alamo chapter hosted the OPM director for a visit, and they actually collaborated with our Dallas chapter on that. So some of our Dallas members um, joined online virtually to ask questions and listen to the OPM director speak. And that was a really big deal because it was um, short notice. So the San Antonio Alamo chapter threw this event together really quickly, yet quite professionally. And we were so grateful that they had the opportunity to speak with the OPM chapter yeah. or the OPM yeah. director. So I also just want to yeah, throw in for our listeners who might not be federal government employees, OPM is the Office of Personnel Management. And so they um, kind of run personnel for the entire federal government. Yeah, so that's that's pretty big for for us to have that one-on-one -on -one engagement with the OPM director and to be able to openly ask her questions and have that platform where we could um really get her insight and her goals of, you know, you're an OPM director, what are your plans for um diversity and inclusion? The OPM director had launched um, a chief diversity officers executive council to advance diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility across federal agencies. So that is pretty significant when, when you think of YGL's fiscal year 23 um, theme and how closely we were able to work with her and at least ask her questions. So um, just having the opportunity and that platform, I mean, when do we get to talk to someone of that um, status? Yeah, yeah. status. Yeah. And in such an intimate environment as well. It was pretty yeah. special. It was yeah. very special. So kudos to 
um, our chapter presidents and to Sydney that, you know, for, for getting that set up because that, what a once in a lifetime. I mean, at least for me to be able to log in on Zoom and be like, oh, look, there's a director of, I would say, one of the largest federal agencies. That was pretty cool. As the COO of YGL NLT, what are your goals? What are your, your aspirations for this next fiscal year? That's a good question. For this next fiscal year, I really want to help some of our smaller chapters that are still rebuilding, um, develop their leadership and start hosting more events. So sadly, during COVID, um, a lot of our chapters had a significant slowdown. It was harder to meet in person. It was harder for them to get members and to do volunteer and service activities. Some of our chapters have bounced back really well, like our Atlanta chapter and our Baltimore chapter um, have both bounced back and they have amazing volunteer opportunities and good um, chapter engagement. But some of our other chapters are still struggling a little bit to fill out their leadership team and to get members more involved. So for fiscal year 2023, I really want to help those chapters. Um, feel like they are full chapter again and they have a full leadership team and they have members who are actively participating in events. So overall, that would be my main goal. And then my second goal would be to share more DEIA related um, activities, um, news articles and resources to our chapters so they can help um, expand the YGL's um, 2023 fiscal focus to their chapters as well. And for any of our listeners who might be interested, what are the chapters that are looking to build out their uh, leadership teams? Our Baltimore chapter um, is looking to build out the leadership team because their wonderful president, Nina Edwards, has been around for a while and is looking to step down in the next year or two. Our Los Angeles chapter, they would love some more support as well. And then our Dallas chapter is also looking for more members for their leadership team. Awesome. Of course, in any of our chapters, if you want a leadership position, I'm sure they would be happy to uh, create one or find you one. <laughs> we'll never turn down people who are interested in uh, giving back to the community. Okay, that's a great tip. So um, as as we're talking about our chapters and what maybe one of our listeners are like, you know what, in Denver, we need a YGL chapter. I know YGL had a, a chapter here in Denver at the Fed Center years and years ago, and um, it, it dissolved, essentially. Um, so what would a person need to do if they were interested in creating a chapter? Well, the first thing they would need to do is email me. So I've put together a bunch of resources for people who are interested in starting a chapter. So we actually now have a starting a chapter 101 guide. And this will walk you through the entire process of starting a chapter, including how to manage the fiscal side, um, the monetary side, and everything else. So there's lots of links to 
creating your first um, budget and then to advertising um, and then also how to create your own bylaws. So that's the first step is reaching out to me so I can give you resources to build upon. And then it's gathering your friends and family and coworkers into joining this chapter as well, because to have a chapter, you need members. And so that's the next big step is to finding people to help support you um, in your endeavors as a chapter. Like what's the purpose of a chapter, you know? That's a great question. The purpose of a chapter is to give you a community of fellow leaders in government. They can be young or old, but typically it's people who are new to government services. And having a chapter will give you people to bounce ideas off of, people to give you mentorship and support as you take your journey through um, federal, state, local, or tribal government service. Additionally, having this community around you will give you opportunities to volunteer with others and learn more about people in your city and people who make up the government workforce. So I'd say the main point of a chapter is to give you a community, to give you people who will support you along your journey, help teach you, um, and have fun with you. And that are like-minded self-motivators. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Sydney, do you have any um, additional insights, anything you want to throw out there about your role as chief, chief operations officer. The other insight that I would give is that I've been incredibly grateful to have this position. It's been wonderful to meet people, um, in government leadership roles across the country. Uh, before joining YGL, I had never heard of OPM, and I had never heard of a lot of the government agencies that uh, chapter members and chapter leadership worked in. So it's been a really nice way to connect with people across the nation, learn about their diverse experiences, and also grow a little bit. Um, I've learned a lot about uh, fundraising and working with people of different ages and backgrounds, um, and it's been a great opportunity to grow and make new friends. Amazing. And if somebody wanted to join one of the already existing chapters, what's the best way to find them and get connected? That is a great question, Grace. So the easiest way to do that is with our um, newly built YGL website. It was recently redone by our technology team. It's beautiful, but there's a tab um, all about our chapters. And on that tab with chapters includes the lists of all of our chapters and the chapter leadership and emails to contact all of them. So you can email any of those presidents directly and they'll get you in touch um, with the rest of their chapter. To finish off this interview, I want to ask you the one question I really, really enjoy asking everyone. I love hearing everyone's answers. So tell us your why. Tell us what fuels your soul. It would come down to my values and my upbringing. So both of my parents worked at a community health center 
when I was a child. So throughout my life, giving back to others um, was incredibly important. It was integral to our family. And it was something that I knew I always wanted to do. So with that in the back of my mind, as I went into college, I joined a lot of uh, volunteer organizations and I found that I loved it. I really loved giving back to people with my time, treasures or talents. At the time, I didn't really have money to give because I was a broke college student, but I found out that there's so many other ways to give back to people. Um, and that drew me to public service. So overall, that's why I am working in the government sector as a public servant. And that's why I'm volunteering with YGO because I love it and I wanna be able to help people. And I think it's so really important um, to both support your community and give back. And I think it also makes you a happier person as well. So you realize how much good you can do with just yourself and your time and your talents. Oh, I wish our listeners could see the beaming light off of your face right now. <laughs> you can feel her passion and her, her energy. And that's what it's about. You know, um, that that's, that's so good. And it just really warms my soul. And, and like you said, you know, joining a chapter NLT, you know, anything like this is with like-minded people and, you are literally like my soul sister. <laughs> I love that. Okay, Grace, where can our listeners find some of the information that we spoke about today? The website that Sydney was referring to is younggov.org. So be sure to check us out there. And thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, Sydney, for joining us today. We loved learning a little bit more about you and all of the great work that our chapters have been up to. And thank you, Grace and Victoria, for inviting me today and putting on such a good podca podcast. Our listeners should be very grateful for everything you guys do. Thank we are you. grateful for what you do and for what our listeners do. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Have a good day.